Leandro Castro was seven when he arrived in the United States in the 1990s from the Dominican Republic. He bounced between New York and Rhode Island before landing here at Prospect Heights, a public housing complex in Pawtucket. It was, uh, had two rooms. Um, so one room I shared with my brother. We had a bunk bed in there. My mom lived there. I'm glad they're changing the windows. As whenever there was like windstorms, they would really shake. Leandro, or Kufa as he's known to everyone, stands in front of the apartment he shared with his family during high school. It's one of dozens of two-story red brick row houses where lots of immigrants start out in Pawtucket. Construction on more is underway. Yeah, but it was great. Um, as far as there was a lot of other Dominicans here, uh, made a lot of Cape Verdean friends. Seeing people that looked exactly like Dominicans was awesome. Um, and, you know, learning about their culture was really cool um, here in Pawtucket. Today, Kufa and his mother have both moved out of Prospect Heights. Like so many immigrants, Kufa followed family. Driving, he says, another family member has since arrived. And then my cousin who, who came uh, eight, uh, two years ago, um, she, uh, she came because we were here. Kufa says, like many Dominicans, she was driven by a hope that this country would offer better job prospects. In the DR, especially if you, if you, you know, if you don't have that many opportunities as far as work or money, you don't have any connections. The dream is always to come to the U.S. Um, either to keep bringing your family to the U.S. those who are left behind, and or, and help them provide them with with opportunities and the money that you make here. I mean, she, she couldn't believe how much money she made here compared to how much she made in the Dominican Republic. Really? Um, yeah, she went from like earning, I would say like $100 a month to, you know, I think last year she made like 27 k She's now working at a butcher shop in Pawtucket, but steady jobs like hers can be few and far between here. As factories have shuttered, the city offers starkly different opportunities for new immigrants, especially for those who may have limited English or education. Because this is the team. In the past, with no English, I found jobs. Maria Cristina Betancourt came to the U.S. from Colombia and worked in factories at first, in jobs that didn't used to require strong English skills. Right now, they require at least, like certain amount of English because they have no supervisors to train people. They don't have like people who can like work as an interpreter. Now she works at Progreso Latino, a nonprofit social service agency in Central Falls, where she tries to connect people with employers. She says these days, many new immigrants are forced to piece together work doing manual labor, cleaning, and working in restaurants, jobs which may offer minimum wage, but not enough hours to make a living. Even many factory jobs now require some computer skills. Education is the key, Betancourt says. And she tries to convince people, most of whom who have come here for the singular purpose of working, to take time out of their day for English or GED classes. Imagine, you know, it's so stressful because we need, we see the need. They need the money to survive. They need the money to pay rent, to pay for the food. And you hear a person telling you, come over here, take classes. Who's going to pay for those Bills. The position is here. You understand? I put one example. Those she can convince come here to a cramped classroom on the fourth floor of the former Catholic school where Progreso Latino is housed. Today, about a dozen students, mostly women, work on plotting points on graphs as part of the math GED prep program. Negative two, number four. You put the point, green point, 
Adele Alvarez is one of those students. She came to this country 12 years ago and has worked as a house cleaner since. I'm from Guatemala City. I finished my high school in the other, in my country. But when I came to the United States, it's difficult to find another work because maybe you have English, but you don't have the studies. And this is the reason I came here. This is the first time she'd stepped back into a classroom since she left Guatemala. She proudly explains how well she's doing in math and is already thinking about the work she'd like to do when she completes her GED. I, I, I maybe in the secretary office or something like that. I love uh, working with a social worker, maybe one day. This is my goal. For some new immigrants to the U.S., improving education was once reserved for the second or third generation. But as jobs demand new skills and language ability, classes like these have become necessary to find steady, stable work. For some students in this class, they say this is the first time they've had since coming to America to take a moment for themselves and think about what they'd like to do. GED teacher Esther Acevedo. Every day you need to go to sleep and say, what happened today? What learning to do? Ah, that's good. Today is good. That's why Esther stays in touch with her students and tries to get those who've dropped classes to go to work to come back to school. For The Public's Radio, I'm John Bender.